You may recall my recent broadcast about Yank the Army Weekly, that extraordinary phenomenon of World War II, a magazine published around the world in 21 editions with a circulation of two and a quarter million among all American armed forces. The History of Yank is published now in a new book by an excellent writer, the former Yank correspondent Barrett McGurn. McGurn reminds his readers that Yank was a welcome letter from home. It offered summaries of world and domestic news, a full-page beautiful pen-up girl, and articles by G.I. correspondents all around the world. The editors back in New York were all G.I.s, too. Yank offered endless reading for lonely soldiers, often with time on their hands. It also reminded them that no matter how neglected they might feel, they were part of what was repeatedly described as the global struggle for a free world. That was Yank's strategic mission. You could call it a propaganda purpose. The water Spodmont's unspoken message was, you're all in this thing together, fellas, wherever you may be. It happened that in the midst of World War II, I was transferred from an armored division training in Arkansas to the European edition of Yank Magazine in Italy and ended up the war as officer in charge of the Alaska edition of Yank. That territory of mine extended from Attu, a tiny island at the outer end of the Aleutians, for some 3,000 miles eastward toward Edmonton, Alberta, in Canada, where American planes took off in their long flight to join Russia and the Allied forces in Europe. And that brought about my first brush with Army censorship. It came about this way. A Yank correspondent reporting on his trip on board an Army invasion ship called an LST had written that the soldiers being transported were unhappy because the ship's captain had the soldier's pet dog thrown overboard. The Army censor cut out this episode from the Yank correspondent's copy. Part of my job was to protect Yank articles from arbitrary censorship, so I protested to the intelligence officer, who also served as official censor. Nonetheless, my arguments carried no weight whatever, for the censor was a full colonel, no less, while I was a mere lieutenant. So the dog overboard incident was censored out of Yank. Such a story, I was told, would be bad for morale. Such are the vagaries of censorship and of publishing in wartime, a useful lesson to keep in mind these days. While crossing the American grain, this is Grady Clay.